This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or for His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning. Welcome to Church Online. I'm Reverend Amy Bauman with For His Glory Ministry, and we come together every week to worship together, unify our faith, renew our minds so that we can become more like Jesus. So if this is your first time joining us today, I'm so glad that you found us, and I pray that today will be a blessing. It's January, so we have started a brand new series called The Fundamentals of Faith. And today we are looking at understanding our Bible and how to read it. So I have a lot to share with you. We're going to do a little recap from last week just to understand the journey that we're on and the importance of building a solid foundation in God and in His truth so that we know how to navigate this world. So thank you for being here today and for joining us. And we're going to open with prayer and invite the Holy Spirit in to work and move as only He can. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for today. I thank you for this opportunity for us to come together from all over the world to learn more about you. And Holy Spirit, we just ask that you fall in this place, that you open up our hearts and our ears for what it is that you have for each one of us. We pray for fresh revelation We pray that you renew our minds. We pray that you will open our hearts for what it is that you have for each one of us today. We love you and praise you and thank you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I hope you all had a good week since we were together uh, last week. I know I did. It was um, good to be in God's word. It was good for the moments that I was able to spend at our recovery meeting um, on Tuesdays. I did some biblical counseling with people this week. Uh, It was a good week. And it's important to understand that the reason that we can have good weeks, even amidst challenging times, is that the Lord is faithful. The Lord will walk with us. The Lord gives us his truth and knowledge and wisdom So that no matter what situation we're going through or facing or walking out, that we have what we need in those moments. And that's exactly what I did, right? God was with me. He helped me walk it out and uh, be with each situation, each person, each uh, whatever it was, circumstance. And he was with me and he was faithful. And... If you joined us last week, you'll know that that's who God is, right? We talked about that. We asked one of the most important questions, the one, the most asked about question uh, as we face, as we look at people and the questions that they have is who is God, right? Who is he? And we looked at that. And if you didn't join us, I would encourage you to go back. We had an amazing amount of people look at this uh, service. Over 20,000 people saw it in some aspect. Over 6,000 people watched it from beginning to closing, which is amazing to me, that number. 
But I think that universally that is something, a question that we all ask. Who is God? How does this all work out? What is his design? What is his truth? So I'd encourage you that if you weren't able to go back, to go back and watch it. And we realize that um, a lot of the struggle that we have in understanding who God is, is based on doctrine. It's based on something that we've learned. It's based on our experiences. It's based on uh, people that have told us about God or were supposedly Jesus followers and what that happened, that interaction, that representation painted a picture of God in some way. But we realized and we talked about and we learned that we can't look at different doctrine. We can't look at different denominations. We can't look at people. The only way that we will know about God and who he is is by his word the love letter that he gave each and every one of us. And when we look at God's word, we will know that he is faithful. We will understand our purpose and the design because God is creator and designer and father. We'll know that he created the world. And yet the shape of the world that we see today was not his original design. What we see in the world today is based on generation after generation after generation of sin and consequences of sin and the brokenness of living in this fallen world. It's people that have turned away from God and have done their own thing. And that's what we see today. So if we are building... I'm a very visual person. If we're building this house of faith to put the walls on, right, before we can build the house and have the door and live in this house of faith, we need to make sure that we have a solid foundation and that foundation needs to be who God is, who we are as image bearers of God, and to believe that he has great plans for us. And somehow, we never get our house off the ground. We never have this house of faith that we live in that has doors and windows and a roof because we have a hard time struggling with our foundation. There's nothing to build the house on. And so, It makes perfect sense that this next step in our series, the next foundational building, foundational wall that we need to put in is that one that will tell us our truth. It will be our instruction guide on how to live in this world and navigate the challenges that we all face. And that's understanding the Bible and how to read it. Now, first, I know because I've heard from you that because you're watching from all over the world in many different places that not all of you have a Bible today. I know that. I understand that. It's, it's expensive. It, uh, it costs money uh, to print, to ship. Uh, it's, it's not going to be possible. But I want to remind you and encourage you that there are other ways 
for us to get God's word. One of the ways that the ministry has done this is created a free app. You would go to the app store, type in For His Glory Ministry, and if you have a phone, if you have a smartphone, you can download our free ministry app and you will have a Bible, along with a lot of other resources that the ministry offers. But this Bible not only is in the English translation with different translations like NIV and New King James Version and ESV, all those different English translations, we have also created a way for you to be able to have different translations that you need depending on where you are watching in the world, like Bemba or Hindi or Urdu or Swahili. And if you need a translation that you are not seeing on our ministry app, please send me an email. Please message me to let me know and we can easily add that to the translations. So if you haven't yet downloaded our app, make sure that you do so you, that you always have the Bible with you. I also know that not all of your families and friends and community have phones. That's been expressed to me all also. I know that there are different pastors today, different people in different congregations that have, uh, don't have phones. So you need to find a way to share God's word with those people. Pray for God to make a way for a Bible to get in their hands. And if it's not a Bible, then maybe it's a track or it's an audio version of the Bible. Or maybe you can create some Bible studies where you are reading the Bible to them from your phone app. But here's the thing. The Lord is not going to want to keep us from his word. And if we genuinely ask... I believe with all that I am that the Lord will make a way for a Bible to be given to you or a track to be given to you or follow along on our ministry page for our Wednesday Bible studies. There's a way for you to hear God's word. There's a way for, for God to make a way for you to have that and I believe that today. Ask and the Lord will give and he will make a way. So the important thing to know, though, is once you have a Bible, once you have a way for you to listen to a track or, or have an audio version, we need to make sure that we do it. We need to make sure that we're utilizing the truth that God's, God gives us. Don't let it just sit in your bag or on your coffee table or on your bookshelf. You actually need to pick it up and read it for you to be able to benefit from all of the truth. Maybe uh, you're thinking right now, Amy, I don't have time to read the Bible. My day is so busy. I can't afford to spend time in God's word or, or doing all of those things. And I want to say to you today that you, don't you can't afford not to. You can't afford not to spend time each day with God and his truth. And believe me, and I've seen it in my own life, he will redeem the time. Remember, time for us is something that we can base on a clock. and uh, We have 24 hours in a day. Some of that time we're sleeping. But if you were to spend time every day with God, even if it's only 15 minutes, God's going to redeem that. God's going to bless that. 
And God's going to make it all work out in his timing for you. So you need to have God's word in you. You need to have time, create a space to be with God. Because we have to remember that we're not just flesh and bone. I mean, we try to at least have one good meal a day. Some people don't even get that. But we're trying to feed our flesh at least once a day. We have to remember that we also have a spirit and a soul. And we need to feed that as well. Matthew 4, 4 says, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. And my friends, the Bible is the inspired word of God. So, here are some interesting things to know about the Bible. Maybe today you don't know a whole lot, or maybe you don't have a full picture. Let me give you a full picture of the Bible. It's accurate. If you're looking for truth out there today that is unchanging, that's timeless, that is modern, that it, re- it reveals to you things that happened back then and things that are going to reveal that are going to happen today, it's the Bible. It consists of 66 books written by about 40 different authors over a period of about 1,600 years. And yet, it does not contradict itself. It has incredible circulation read by uh, most countries, right? If you were to look at a bestseller list, you're going to see the Bible on there uh, at least uh, for many, many years. It's, it's on the bestsellers list. It's something that people buy and give and read. And it deals with every generation. And it has many fulfilled prophecies legitimate fulfilled prophecies that you can see have happened over history. And while it has about 40 different authors who wrote the words, the true author is the Holy Spirit who gave them the words to speak. That is amazing. The very breath of God breathed out this living word that we read. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and righteousness. We don't just read this book. This book reads us. This book speaks to us and helps us on our journey. Now for me, I love to read. Part of that is my passion for telling a story. So I love to read other people's stories. And I love to read a book and get captured up and swept away. And usually I can just get pulled in the story and could read for like 30, 45 minutes and and need to read all of the the sentences and the chapters to read the whole book to understand, you know, the plot and what the author is trying to say. 
But the Bible, while it is one big story and then broken down into little stories, it doesn't need the whole book to make it come alive, to stand on its own alone. You can actually take each verse from the Bible and put it out and it will stand by itself. Each verse can give you truth. And I don't know of any other book that can do that, where you can just pull a verse and put it out there to read and gain knowledge from that. If you were to do that with any other book, you would not understand what the story was or what it was saying. But the Bible, you can do that. So it's God's word. It's inspired. It's breathing. It's active. It's alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword written for us to read on and feed on and use as our truth as we walk out our faith each and every day. It's our manual for living. It's what we need. And yet so many times it sits on our coffee tables and on our shelves and we do not read it. And the number one reason that we don't is that the enemy, the devil, has convinced us that it's too hard, that it's too challenging, that it's not relevant to today. And he tells us all kinds of reasons why we shouldn't read it because he knows the power of God's word. He knows that we need it to feed our souls. He knows that we need it to navigate in this broken world. He knows it more than we do. And for some reason, we read this book differently. We sit down to read it and we're instantly overwhelmed, thinking this is just going to be too hard. I'm not going to know what it means. But literally, we read this book differently. We read this book differently than other books because it's not based on the quantity. It's not based on how much you need to get through in a setting. It, it's based on the, the quality of the time that we're spending with God. It's based on what the Lord wants to give you, the revelation it's based on how much he wants to show you in those verses for today. I love to read. I love to read books. Right now I'm reading a series called Left Behind. It's by LaHaye and Jenkins. It's about revelations. It's about the first book that you read. It talks about the rapture of the church and then everything after that's happened to the people that are left behind, the people that are still living in this world. It's uh, fictional based on uh, revelations. It's amazing to read. It reads like a story. There are conversations, there's a plot, there's different characters. And as I said, I can, I can read and get lost for about 30, 45 minutes, an hour sometimes just reading it and moving through it. But when I sit down to read the Bible, 
I don't read it the same way as I'm reading fiction. I sit down to read the Bible and I say, okay, Lord, what do you have for me today? If I'm not already studying a specific passage. But either regardless, you sit down and you say, Lord, what do you want to show me? Speak to me today in your word. And I might not read 15 pages, but only a few verses. And then I dive a little deeper into those verses and look at the words and the context and what they were trying to say. You're studying it. You're reading it. You're understanding it. We have to remember that the original translations of the Old Testament and the New Testament were written not in English, not in Urdu or Bemba or Swahili. They were written in Hebrew and Greek. That means that their words are translated into different meanings and give us a fuller picture of what God is trying to say. But you've got to read that. When I sit down to read, I might have a couple different translations to understand. I might have the Strong's Concordance to understand the key words that are being said. What do those mean in its original language? I'm wanting to truly understand what it's saying. And this doesn't take me an hour. This could be 15, 20 minutes where you're sitting down, you're reading something and you're unpacking it. You're you're diving a little deeper into what it's trying to say. Because God's word is active and living and breathing, inspired by the Holy Spirit, when I read a passage, let's say in January, it could be the same passage that I read in June and get a totally different meaning. Because I'm in a totally different season, on a totally different path. And the Lord wants to speak to me in a way that will show me what he wants to show me in that moment. We have to understand that as we're reading the Bible, this is not just another book. This is God's word. This is inspired by the Holy Spirit. This is living and active. And once you can really comprehend that, it's beautiful because you know that you're going to learn something every single time you sit down to read it and that God wants to teach you something and show you something. I've shared with you before that in my past life, when I was not in God's word and not following him, that I struggled. I struggled for 17 years. And I was lost and alone and far from God. And I believed what I heard from the enemy. I believed the lies that I was hearing on a consistent basis. I believed that I was unloved, that God didn't have a plan for me, that I had messed up too much and that it was never going to get any better, and that I should just give up hope. And when I listened to all the truths from the world, the world told me how I needed to buy this or be a part of this or drink this or do this. And that would be where I would find my fulfillment. 
that would be why, where I would find that I could be happy if I did these things. And today, the common language is that everyone can have their own truth and that it's okay to live that way. You have your truth, I'll have my truth, it's all good. But here's another common saying, how's that working out for you? If we look at the shape of the world today and everyone having their own truth, I don't think we have ever been more lost than we are today. Because we're, we're not capable of making our own truths. We're not created that way. We have a creator. We have a designer who designed us in such a way that he knows what we need. He knows what our truth is. He created it. How we're living today is not working. And if it were, we wouldn't see such high suicide rates. We wouldn't see such high addictions. We wouldn't see people struggling with brokenness. We wouldn't see failed marriages. We wouldn't see children walking around not knowing who they are in Christ. Because there is only one truth, and it's God's Word. Let me just remind you again that He created us and designed us in His image, and He created the world and everything in it. The Bible is the master plan. It's the blue book. It tells us how to live in this world. And if you don't understand the blue book, if you don't know how to read the, the master plan and how to live this out, we're going to be lost. We're going to struggle. We're not going to know who we are. We're not going to know who God is. And we're going to see a world like what we are living in today. I think I reminded you last week that I'm going back to college. I'm, I'm doing some online courses to wrap up my BA in Christian ministry and then my master's in divinity. And I got to tell you, I love open book tests. What does that mean? An open book test is when the book gives you all the answers. You get to use the book and then you have your, your exam and it asks you a question and you get to go to the book and find the answer. And that's what we have in God's word. We have all the answers. No matter what test you're going through, no matter what season you're going through, no matter what road you're on or what you're struggling with, or if you want to know how to do something, you can go to God's word and get the answer. And that's a beautiful thing. So how do we find the answers today? How do we read God's word so that we can know our truth? The truth that God created for us, the GPS that we need to follow to, to walk it out. Our true north, our blue book, our master plan. How do we do that today?
Well, I want to give you some examples, some things to think about, maybe to apply to your own life. And maybe you kind of already got a plan in place. Well, I want you to keep an open mind. Maybe you need to incorporate some of these things. Maybe you need to try them. Maybe you actually need to put them into action. A plan is just a plan unless you can actually put it into to action and walk it out. And it's important that we do that, that we put feet to our learning, that we walk it out each day. And if we struggle, we get back up and we keep going, that we never give up. So number one, read the whole story of the Bible. I know some people really like just the Old Testament or maybe just like the New Testament or just the Gospels. But if you don't understand the whole story of what God is doing from beginning to end, all the stories and all the characters in the Old Testament point us to Jesus in the New Testament. And if you're only reading the New Testament, you miss out on everything that God did in the Old and the way that he created to get Jesus when Jesus came on the scene in Matthew. They show us the revelation of God and the plan for the world. It shows us the plan that God put in place after the Garden of Eden when sin entered the world. We see that plan come to life. It shows us that God is faithful and, and what he has been doing to restore us back to him. So it's important to read the whole Bible. Maybe a little bit each day from both the Old Testament and the New Testament, but you have to have a better understanding and get the whole picture. Number two, Jesus didn't just come on the scene in Matthew. If you look at the beginning, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and the spirit of God was there, right? The Trinity, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit have been here since the beginning. Everything that you read, you need to look for Jesus. He is both the primary character and the primary plot line for the entire Bible. And as John 1 tells us, the Word became flesh. So as you're reading, look for Jesus. Even in the Old Testament, Isaiah prophesies about him. Daniel prophesies about him. He's there. Look for him. Number three. As you look for Jesus, get to know Jesus. The Bible tells of his character, his values, his priorities, his faithfulness. One thing that I love is when we're reading the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew and he's talking about the Beatitudes, right? And he's coming right out of the gate. This is his first big sermon in front of people. And whenever you're going to do that, you want to showcase what you stand for. This is my ministry. This is what we're doing. This is our mission statement. And he comes right out of the gate talking about who he's here for and what that means. 
and, he, and he's telling about the people and he's looking at the crowd and he's addressing each one in the crowd as this is why I came. This is how I feel about you. This is what you're going to get from me when you believe in me. Blessed are, blessed are the poor and the meek and the suffering. Blessed are you and what they will get. And it's not a physical, financial thing. It is a wholeness that they can have with that relationship with Jesus. Right out of the gate, he tells us this. He tells us that it's not about religion. It's about relationship. It's not about just the rules, though I have come to fulfill all of them. It's about the shape of your heart. And you can't help as you read the Bible that shows us who God is, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is, and how we are to be to walk out our faith each and every day. And how after a while, the very nature starts to show itself without even trying. That's what God in us does. Some days we need to clothe ourselves with righteousness and put that on it. And other days it flows out of us like a breath. That's the power of Jesus. Number four, read the Bible, not only the Old Testament and the New Testament, not only the easy stuff, but the hard stuff. We don't just get to pick and choose. And I think sometimes, again, I'm this visual person. We have the Bible in front of us and this black marker. And we're like crossing out the things. No, I don't need to do that. Oh, I don't want to live that way. Uh, No, that's not for me. And then the things that are coming through are these things. Yep, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. I'm good. No, you're not. You need the entirety You need all of God's word. You can't just pick and choose. You need to look at the hard stuff. You need to know in its entirety. And we need to stay teachable. Allow the Lord to show you the new things, the hard things, the things that he wants to work on in you so that we can become more like him. Stay teachable. Five, start small. I promise you, the more that you read God's word, the hungrier you will get and the more that you will want to read. It's that way. I've experienced that in my own life. But don't set yourself up for failure. And trust me, the enemy will use whatever you're trying to do. He'll find a way in to tell you a lie to get you to stop reading. Don't start off saying, I'm going to read two chapters a day. Don't even start off saying, I'm going to read one chapter a day. That could be too much. Ask the Lord what he wants to show you. But create a space a space to sit down and spend that time with him and have your Bible, whether it's electronic or it's the actual Bible, and allow the Lord to speak to you. But create a space to do it and start small and give yourself grace. And if you fall, get back up and try again. 
the first of the year, um, I remember back a few years ago, I was like, okay, I'm going to set my alarm. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to spend time with God. And you got to bet that maybe day one and day two was okay. But by day three, I'd had a really challenging day and I just hit the snooze. And I said, ah, I'm going to sleep in a little bit more today. And then the next day, well, I'm just, I'm just not going to do it today. I'll find another time to do it. And by uh, the end of the week, I was no longer getting up early to be in God's word. And I said, well, I tried. No, you've got to keep trying, right? And if you have a bad day, then you get up the next day and you say, okay, today I'm going to do it, Lord. Or if you miss your morning, say, I'm going to sit at my lunch hour and I'm going to read my Bible. Or I'm waiting for the kids to get out of school. I'm going to open up my Bible right now and read it right now, right? Don't give up. Don't give up. And lastly, number six, as the Bible is an inspired truth written by the Holy Spirit, then ask the Holy Spirit to help you read it. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He's our teacher, right? And we need to ask him to help us, to teach us. We should be asking him to help us with all things, how to navigate relationships, to have the right words, for strength, for patience, for wisdom, but especially when we sit down and read the Bible. Invite him in to work and move, to give you revelation, to give you retention, to give you the ability to open your mind, to, to put away the things that you're thinking about and just focus for these next 15 minutes on what the Lord wants to say to you. It's that easy. Despite what the enemy tells you, ask the Holy Spirit to come in and work and move. And while you are doing all of these things, I would encourage you to have some accountability. What does that look like? Maybe you need to be in a small group. Maybe you need to make sure that you attend a Bible study. Maybe you need to join us each week on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, live on Facebook, as we dive a little deeper into God's Word. This is one of the reasons why we created the online Bible study is so that once a week you can be a part of a study, no matter where you are watching from in the world. And if you don't have a Bible, you can listen to God's Word being read to you and you can dive a little deeper. But it's amazing when we come together and study God's Word, the revelation that will come up and what you can learn from each other and the different ways that the Holy Spirit is speaking to our hearts. I've been in Bible studies where someone says something inspired by the Holy Spirit and you're like, wow, I never thought of it that way. That that really lines up with God's word. Or if you're sitting in church and you're listening to the pastor and he's describing a story in the Bible and he goes back and gives the context and gives the, the Greek meaning or the Hebrew meaning, how all of a sudden that Bible verse comes to life. And all of a sudden you can say, wow, now I totally understand. This wasn't just written for the people 
during this time period. This is written for me today. Sometimes we need accountability. Sometimes we need someone to come alongside of us and say, hey, have you read your Bible lately? And I'm asking you today, have you read your Bible lately? Have you been in God's word? Are you reading his truth? Are you understanding it and applying it to your life? And then lastly, I want to remind you again that we need to stay teachable. I remember when I was um, probably 17, 18 years old, I thought I knew everything. And I was quick to let my parents know, okay, thanks. Yep. I'm all set. I don't need that. Oh no, it's okay. I'm, I'm all good. I, I've got it. I, I know what I'm doing. And all of a sudden when I hit my twenties, my parents became some of the smartest people, right? Because all of a sudden you're realizing that you don't know everything that you've got some pride that you're dealing with, that you may think that you're all that in a bag of chips. But my friends, if we don't stay teachable, there are things that we can continue to learn each and every day that we can learn from young people, that we can learn from our peers, that we can learn from people that are older from us, that we can obviously learn from the Bible, that can help us grow and become everything that God wants us to grow into. And I can't even believe that when I get to heaven that this will be done, right? There will be things that I will learn in heaven that I will continue to learn about God and who he is and about his plans for me. The learning never stops. And for us to be able to speak into that and say, okay, I'm going to remain teachable. There are things I don't know. That allows the Lord to come in and work and move. When we lay down those things of pride and thinking that we know it all. Roman 15.4 says, For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. For those 17 years when I was not in God's word, when I was not actively going to church and learning about God, when I was not allowing the Holy Spirit to speak into my life, when I wasn't teachable, I had no hope. I walked around every day filled with depression and anxiety and wondering if this was as good as it gets. This is truth through endurance, through encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. And I don't know about you today, but I know that there are a lot of people out there living in the world that do not have hope and do not know the true hope that only God can give them despite their circumstances, despite the shape of the world despite what they're going through right at this very moment. Hope in God. And that's one of the things that God wants to give us as we read his word is hope. Hope in him. 
I want to remind you today that God's word is a lamp to our feet, breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. It is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will not pass away and will not return to him empty, but it shall accomplish that which he purposes and he'll succeed in the things for which he has sent it. This is multiple verses put together saying the same thing, that God is faithful. God loves us. God has given us his truth in a book form that we can read and understand who he is and what we should be doing each and every day, no matter what our circumstances are, to walk out our faith to be more like him. I want to invite you today that this is part of our foundational living. This is our fundamentals of faith, to know God's word, to open it up, to read it every single day and to apply it to our lives. Stay teachable, my friends. Keep reading, keep pressing on, keep inviting the Holy Spirit to come in and work and move. Don't give up. Keep going, for God has great plans for you. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it is our truth. It is light. It is love. It is helping us walk out our faith each and every day. It's a love letter that you wrote to us, Lord, so that we know what to do until we are back in your presence again in heaven. And I know that in this world we have struggles and trials and troubles that we have hard times, that we have this battle that we face with the enemy, that there are lies that we could believe and, and ways that we could fall into the world. But your word, word tells us how to navigate each and every situation. Your word tells us what we need to believe while we are living in this broken world, that we need to open up your book. We need to allow you to speak to our hearts. We need to create a space to have a relationship with you so that you can show us your truth. And Lord, I pray that for each person today watching, each person listening, that they will create a space to read your word and be in relationship with you every single day. And Lord, I pray for those that are struggling right now. I pray for those that are in financial issues, those that are having health issues, those that are struggling in their relationships or with their jobs. And Lord, I just thank you that you are greater. You are greater than he who is in the world, who is attempting to steal, kill, and destroy. May we stand on your solid foundation of truth and believe in your promises. That when Jesus said, it is finished, we can claim the promises that you want to give us, Lord, and we can have healing. We can have provision. We can have joy. We just need to get rid of what we're holding in our hands, our unforgiveness and our sin and our bitterness and resentment, and we need to grab onto your truth. Just like the woman did grabbing onto the hem of your garment. Help us to walk out our faith. 
Help us to build our foundation, not of sand, but of the solid word of truth, your word. Help us, Lord, take one step at a time, one day at a time following you. Help us, encourage us, strengthen us. Thank you. Thank you for how much you love us and that that is your greatest desire to be in relationship with us and to walk with you each day. We love you and praise you and thank you. And all God's people said, amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. Don't forget, you can download our free ministry app by going to the app store typing in for his glory ministry, downloading that into your phone. You're going to have all of the resources of the ministry, including our recovery ministry and also those Bible translations. And if you need a specific translation, please reach out and let us know. But thank you for being here today and for joining us. Come back next week as we continue our series, The Fundamentals of Faith, until we can be together again. Be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.